This is your video cast for Tuesday, May 12th, and in my 13 years of Dirt on Dirt, through every long hell tour stretch or every speed weeks run that's 17 or 18 days in a row, nothing has been quite as wild as the past two weeks. When you have no idea what tracks in the United States are even going to be open, and most of the time you find out on a Sunday night where you're racing 72 or 96 hours later, uh, it makes it very hectic, very chaotic. But it has also made it very, very fun. And I know it may sound weird to say that during a pandemic and just everything that's going on in the world. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but it has been a lot of fun the last two weeks helping to put these events together sort of at the last minute when the tracks find out if they can or they can't race. We've had to be creative. We've had to be original. And really, we've tried to pick good racetracks that we think the race fans would enjoy and would yield good racing uh, so far, Suave, we haven't exactly gotten the home run that we had wanted with the racetracks that we had picked. It's, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Uh, but I think, Derek, hopefully we're going to end up on the good side of one of these Thursday or Saturday, Sunday nights here soon. Yeah, let's freaking hope because all the <laughs> work that we put in, all the work that the promoters and all the drivers are getting their stuff ready, traveling more hours than they should. You know, we had guys from Pennsylvania going to I-55. And, <laughs> you know, it's just heartbreaking to see the tracks not performing to the standards we're used to. But I have a good feeling this week it's about to change. Everybody is going to step up their game a little bit, I should say. I am Michael Rigsby inside the DirtOnDirt.com and Flow Racing Studios. And this week, this is it, Derek. This is the week. I can... What is it? It's in, how does he do it in, in uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, uh, <laughs> I can feel it this cool. week. We finally get the race that we have all been waiting for. Late model night in America is back Thursday night. And surely, surely Dr. Dirt Johnny Stokes is not going to let us down. Turn, throw it up there this Thursday night. I'm super excited about this one. The Magnolia Mayhem 40 at Magnolia Motor Speedway. $5,000 to win this Thursday night. You can watch it with a subscription to DOD or Flow Racing, either one. And I just, Magnolia is one of the most recognizable good racetracks in the United States. And Derek, you know, I just feel like other than Ray's race, Ray Cook's race that first Thursday, and a yellow cost us at that place, even, even through I-55 and Sonoya, which are two of the best racetracks in the United States, uh, we haven't had, like I talked about, just that moment yet where on a Thursday the country can go, what an amazing race. I think we could get it Thursday, and I really mean that. Yeah, we can't forget the closing laps at I-55, though, where Moyer got in the back of Jake Tim, where we almost could have saw a last-second pass. But, no, the race gods haven't been too kind. But I'm not even going to, like, pump up any more races the rest <laughs> of the year. I'm not giving us the curse. I'm just going to be... Uh, you know, straight level, level-headed, and I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, we're due for one. Let's get it this week. So we do know Thursday night, and turn, throw up the mayhem full screen one more time. Just a reminder again, Thursday night, and a big thanks to Ben Shelton for helping us pull this off, the Magnolia Mayhem 40 at Johnny Stokes' Magnolia Motor Speedway. That is Thursday. We'll be back here in the studio with you Thursday night for Late Model Night in America. And this one's not finalized yet, so I don't want to release it, turn, but show me this one too. Sunday... May 17th, turn, Derek, the mystery, the mystery, the question marks on the screen. I feel I just got a text message. I'm feeling pretty good about it Sunday night. Another uh, legendary late model track. Hopefully, Derek, we're not going to say where we will be at Sunday night where the field could be it's very good. It's home of a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that could be a yeah, lot of places. That, yeah, so I'm not going to give too much details. People can think about that. So <laughs> Sunday night, hopefully we have another one. But, you know, Thursday, Magnolia, watch it live right here at DOD or flow. Derek, you're fresh off a trip to one of the first events in the United States with fans, sporting events, I-55 on Saturday night. You were there. I was not. Derek, just give me some quick uh, I-55 thoughts. First thing is you travel like one state over and like 30 miles into that state. It's a completely different world than it is in Illinois. So it was Nice to see that. I actually got to eat at a restaurant inside, so that was... They let you in. Yes. They took one look at you and let you into yes. a restaurant. And how great was it? Billy Moyer, at the age of 62, he can never retire. I said that to him in victory lane. Until he cannot win a race in one year, he can't retire. So he could see him race until 80. And honestly, that's the best and fastest he's looked yes. in a few years. Like, he was checked out from the beginning. He was pretty solid. I'm very impressed. And I think he loves that capital car. I can see some good things with him later on in the year. And talk to Frank Heckenass Jr. 
And with the Illinois extending it to June 1st, we're not sure how much crowd we're going to have. He is ready to travel throughout the entire country. He will drive <laughs> five to six hours to race anywhere. He had a good run. I think he's passed the most cars in 2020. He passed the most cars in Arizona. He started 12th in a B main, got up to second. He started like 20th in the A main and got up to fifth. So he's the hard charge of the year so far. So we'll see Frank Hecken S. Jr., traveling throughout the country to find a race. Suave, what was the mood at IFA? You know I'm big on tone and mood and vibe, but what was it like when you got there around 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I mean, it was I-55 is kind of a, a happening place when the racing is going. What was the mood like with only 700 fans and just in general around the complex? It honestly felt like it was a summer nationals race. <laughs> you had our boy Big Chief on the main drag with a sign that says, you honk, we drink. He's stopping every single hauler to make sure they do. It felt it had a good vibe to it. I know there wasn't a full capacity crowd, but all the drivers were in good spirits. They were ready to race. You know, social distancing was tested. People coming up to you wanting to shake hands. I'm like, were you fist bumping? What yeah, was the strategy? Bump. I was doing the elbow Elbows? thing, like okay. Dr. Fauci okay. said. So we were doing that, but it was a great vibe. I think everybody was ready to get back to race, and I think it was a good first step with the crowd because the crowd was definitely separate. It was great. I talked to Sarge a little bit after the event, Bob Sargent, who was the event promoter. He he told me that, in retrospect, uh, three classes was probably too many to have that many pro mods and, and B mods and everything else. And it was just a long program, Derek, from first hot lap to final checkered flag, seven and a half hours. That does not meet the Michael Rigsby standard of three and a half hours. So every time a track goes over, I'm going to call them out on it, whether or not I'm part of the event or not. Probably just too many cars, Derek, but I think they struggled. Everybody wanted to come back and race, so what, what could they do? It just was too long. The night just went too long. Yeah, it, I think part of it was, like you said, too many cars. Part of it was it was pretty much everybody's first race within a couple of months or the first race all year. From leaving the house in Bloomington to getting back, it was like a 21-hour odyssey. And something along the way happened at I-55. We'll, we won't even go there, so we're good. I think we should talk about it. <laughs> Turn chimes in. You know, you have a key fob. You start your vehicle. You have to have a key fob in the vehicle to start the vehicle. The text right? to you is the best part. Uh, so Derek lost the key fob at allegedly. I-55. No, not allegedly. Fact. fact. And they had to leave the van down there, and Derek had to drive back down a day later, two days later on Monday, with the spare set of keys to get it. And do we ever, By the way, that's going to cost me 100 bucks for this key. Do we ever, uh, do we ever have any... Uh, uh, an idea if we'll find the other key fob? Uh, we'll find no? it this weekend. I want to be on a search party there. <laughs> All right. No, I don't feel too optimistic. Turn was it. not happy. Let's bring in our co-host this week, fresh off a 16th place finish at I-55, and a guy who will be at Magnolia on Thursday night, Billy Moyer Jr. joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline for the show. Uh, Billy, do you agree with me, and I want you to be honest about this, Jr., Many of these races that have come together, you know, Sonoya, I-55, Tri-County, and again, Tri-County was pretty good. Um, there have been some good racetracks, but we've yet to have that moment yet. D Junior, am I right about that? We deserve that moment, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, – yeah, I mean, you don't want to, like, talk negative to any promoters and all that, especially when we're trying to get as many races as we can. But, I mean, I just – they definitely haven't uh, – uh, haven't performed, you know, they haven't been able to move around much. Uh, you know, that deal is Sonoya. I was watching that on my phone there on you guys broadcast and I was kicked back thinking was, you know, it was going to be, a, especially after that dash, yeah. it was going to be a pretty good race. And, uh, man, it, it was not good. And it, it really sucks that, uh, <laughs> there's so many people watching on these Thursday nights <laughs> and we kind of let them down. And, and if, if, if we could just catch a good show, then people would, you know, might might spring our sport a little even further, but I mean, it's not like it's lack of effort. Uh, I think Peavey, they said uh, it rained a lot. They were trying to make sure, you know, if they said if they had a tour open, the whole track would have looked like turn four, that hole. So, I mean, that, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, it, it's hard to do that. I'm not a track prep guy, so I mean, I don't know. If they told me if they're going to tear it up, it would have got like three, would have that hole in four, I would have rather had the condition we had, you know, and uh, uh, that's, that's, you know, I knew passing would probably be a little more difficult, but that's why, like, our heat race, I ran second. I didn't think we were good enough to win the race. So we kind of, it wasn't really a points race and, uh, you know, a big, de uh, you know, a higher-paying deal. So I kind of gambled on something me and Marshall did. Man, I, I missed pretty bad. That's that's why we had that strong 16th. And, uh, you know, if the track would have been racer, I might have went to the back faster. Billy, don't you think Magnolia could be, you know, you know Johnny as well as I do. Magnolia is very capable of being good. It could be Thursday, right? Help me. Help me be excited. I think it could be Thursday. I, I think so. If um, uh, that, that track's 
been, you know, very racy at times. And, and I think the the biggest thing is if it's not too dry or too wet. If it's too wet, then we'll just chase the brown all night, and it'll be one lane. If it's too dry, we'll chase it up, and then we'll go right back to the bottom and follow each other on the bottom. If he can hit it where it's it's just in between, uh, it, it'll it'll uh, it'll be I think a really good racetrack. And the thing is, if you get that to where you can roll that middle, and then the guy creeping around the bottom, you just you have to get it where like when you roll into turn three, the guy on the bottom has to lift to run the bottom, and the guy on the outside can drive in four or five car lengths deeper than him and run around the top. That's that's the trick to making it where you can go down the front straightaway or the back stretch side side by side if it. If it's one way or another, then it'll make it difficult to race. You know, too fast, you just run around the moisture. If it's too slow, you got to lift way early, and the top will be too dry to enter beside anybody. I think we've seen that one night at East Bay. Whenever that tide done whatever it done that last night, yeah. uh, you know, that's how quick these tracks can change. Man, Derek, this, I, I thought it was going to be easy, but now when Junior's talking about it, I'm a little nervous. It sounds like Johnny's got his work cut out for him. Johnny's going to give us the track that uh, Hudson O'Neill won. <laughs> On like oh. Father's Day weekend, where it was an epic showcase, so I, I got full faith in Doctor. I, I wanted to take a look. We're not releasing the full driver roster yet because Magnolia came together late. But turn, throw this up, and I'm going to read it to Junior too. Here's ten guys. Believe me, there's. I think we're going to push forty late models on Thursday night. Uh, but Jonathan Davenport, Tyler Erb, both Moyers, uh, senior and junior. Rusty Sh- Rusty Schlenk. Uh, we're going to. He will join us in a second to preview Magnolia with Junior. Cade Dillard, Ashton Winger, Stormy Scott, Michael Page and David Brazil, just 10 of the expected entrants that will be racing on Thursday night. Junior, some of these fields have been pretty good, haven't they? They've been thrown together at the last minute, but when guys haven't raced forever, you're going to have to race against some heat, even for five grand on a Thursday. I agree. There's some really good names there. And uh, really, out of the 10 you mentioned, it wouldn't be, I hope my name gets thrown in, but I don't think if any of those 10 won or you know win the race, I don't think it would be a huge shock. Um I mean, you look at somebody that might, you know, people might think it startles them, but I've seen Brazil win a lot of races, and I've seen Stormy run very good. And then you know my dad and Davenport could win the thing, and then you got the guys sandwiched in the, in the middle uh, that Michael Page could win or the winger kid could win. So, I mean, there's 10 guys um, out of the 30 or 40 that are going to be there, he said. I mean, that's pretty uh, pretty good when, you know, probably half the field or something can win the race and it won't really be a shock. Junior, before we start previewing the weekend, I wanted to do a couple quick hitters with Derek with you, okay? We love to gamble, you know that. We're going to do a couple over-unders, a couple other (laughs) things here. So typically, we look back at your schedule. You usually do about 75 nights a year, somewhere in that range. Uh, I want to, I'm going to set the over under for you at races this year at 57 and a half. Do you race more than 57 and a half or less than 57 and a half? Where am I at right now? 15, 17, something like that? 15-ish, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, man, with all this crap going on, it's that you throw a mix in it. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm at 15, 57 and a half, 40. We're going to race 30 times during the summer. I would think I'm going over. Okay. All right. Derek, let's you, go. That's why I like to hear. More always racing. bet the over. Right? Yes. Always <laughs> bet the over. There we go. All right, here's the one Derek came up with, by the way. Okay, get ready for this one. Your win total for the year, we set it three and a half, over or under three and a half wins for Billy Moyer Jr. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> uh, man, it, it's, uh, let's see, I won, I, I didn't, I don't know if I won anything, even a heat race, I didn't feel like I won last year, but uh, the three years before, I think I've won like eight or nine or ten every year, but we're running with a little stiffer competition. right. right. Um, Marshall's going to listen to this, and if I say under, he's going to call me and light me up. So I'm going over because yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I think our car is really good if the driver does its job. I'm 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 getting better and better with this thing as far as learning what to do, and we learn what not to do at Peavy there. And uh, you know, one of them nights at East Bay, if the wind blows one way, we might have could have won one of them. So I think uh, I'm going over. Maybe yeah. one at East Bay. Confidence, baby. I like it. Two for two, Suave. He takes the over. The last one is not an over-under, but I know you, and I know sometimes you're not – you, you, are, you are an unbelievable interview, but you might pull a punch every once in a while. Um, I, I think I want you to be honest about this, okay? I want to know when you are having your deepest, darkest conversations with drivers. You know, you guys are like, eh, Rick, can you believe this? I can't believe this. I want to know what you don't don't I don't want names, Junior. Don't give me any names. 
But how are guys feeling? Are they worried? Are they pissed? Are they stressed? Are they, I just want these honest, raw, emotional conversations you're having with these drivers. What are you guys talking about during all this stuff and about how scary this year is and will be? Oh, oh, man, you startled me there. I thought you was talking about some like run-ins or something. No, I like, no, no. I got you. No. Um, man, I've talked to uh, – I mean, I've talked to – I mean, I'll, you know – uh, let's see. I, I mean, I, it names don't really matter. I've talked to Moran and Davenport a couple times, or uh, um, and I've talked to hell somebody like a Krigler and them. I think the biggest thing is nobody. Uh, now we're kind of getting the ball rolling, but up until like a month ago, like nobody knew anything to say. Um, I mean, I talked to Bab this weekend, and and we're all we, we're all just almost like. I mean, none of us are the very smartest people in the world, or we wouldn't be where we, you know. <laughs> you know, driving like we do, but I mean, uh, <laughs> I'd say, uh, most of the guys are just kind of the, the handful I've talked to, um, and just like dumbfounded, like they can't believe I'm the same way. Like you told me after we left East Bay that we right. wouldn't race a Lucas race just per se until June. I, I just would have said, there's no way that can happen. And I think that's what I know Moran. I mean, I'll use his name. Me and him have talked a time or two that that's, kind of his standpoint and uh I, i'm trying to think of who i've talked i've talked to a bunch of sponsors and like product people um that, that kind of say the same thing that we don't really know what to expect and then then on the flip side talk to a couple drivers that have said there there is no way unless something crazy happens we're going to race like in michigan maybe not in illinois yeah. i hope illinois gets fixed um you and me but both. those are the <laughs> yeah those are the two states i've heard from drivers that live close to that or, or whatnot, that it really doesn't look good for us. Um, that's the biggest thing that I've got other than people just like confused, like that can't believe this is really going on in 2020. But that's, that's kind of what I've felt from people that they just don't really know what to expect. And we never do like right now, um, who would have thought we'd be going back to Brunswick and East Bay in the middle of the year. And, and we've not raced since, uh, I guess all tech, but like for them, what three months or something? No, yeah. no national race. I mean, Outlaws still haven't raced, have they? Uh, no, the uh, Peavely will be yeah, there. For, just... and, and their forecast obviously doesn't they look. They what? I'm not, I'm not breaking news. Oh no, they did. Yeah, Smoky Mountain and Duck. Uh, right before oh, the right, pa- right, right before right. the pandemic yeah. happened. Yeah. Other than that, none. Junior. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I just didn't know if guys were scared. Like you know, like a guy like. I just used Tim McCready, not that I've talked to him about this, but, you know, his livelihood depends on this. Are, and you too, right? Are guys scared at all? I haven't got that vibe. Okay. Um, I know Timmy, uh, I haven't talked to him personally, but, I mean, I would say a, a driver like him, he he's not a lazy type guy. He's definitely finding something to do. Um, and, I mean, saying, like, myself heck i'm you know trying to sell parts or grooving tires for people or working on their cars and stuff like that to make a little extra money and i'm sure you know say timmy if he's knowing him he's probably you know finding something to do because he can't he's like i think me and him are pretty similar neither yeah. one of us likes to sit still very long <laughs> and uh i mean i've done everything from golf a lot to doing housework around the house to organizing my daughter's room with my wife to uh doing a flower bed type thing and going and picking stuff up at Walmart for my mom and all the way to working on these guys' cars or selling springs and uh, shocks and whatnot like that. That's kind of what I do to, to to help pay the bills. I mean, I, I haven't had very much income in the past, you know, a few months, so that's the little bit there at least helps to go. And I'd say a lot of people are like that. I know probably Jimmy Owens. I am you know know him really well, and I'd say he's – doing something productive as far as selling stuff or building something he he's kind of the same way that guy can build anything so no telling what he's building Derek do you think and, do you uh, think Junior's actually been helping around the house or no I have he, my suspicions he I is have a jack serious. of all trades I don't know maybe at first he wasn't but I feel like he's picking it up a little bit so his family appreciates it. I want to get our first guest uh, on the airwaves with us tonight. He's anxious. He texted me and said, you haven't called me yet. So I want to get our first guest on the airwaves. Let's make sure he picks up. They always text and say, call me. And then they uh, and then they don't answer. So we're going to find out if uh, if Rusty Schlenk picks up on the first ring or not. See, I'm already, Derek. I can tell he hasn't. Entertain Junior for me, would you, while I, while I wait? Oh, there Hello. he is. Rusty, are you there? 
I'm here. All right, you are on the air with uh, Michael Rigsby, Derek Kessinger, and Billy Moyer Jr., who is our co-host this week. So Jr.'s going to have a couple questions nice. for you, Rusty. Uh, I want to dive into Magnolia this weekend. Uh, you know, you're from McClure, you're from McClure, Ohio. Okay. So I think on, on, on the surface, we're thinking, how is a guy from McClure, Ohio driving to Columbus, Mississippi, 12 hours in a hauler? I do know, understand you're in St. Louis right now. You stayed down there after Peavley, but I guess I got to ask you a simple question. Why, why are you going to Magnolia this, <laughs> this weekend, Rusty? Why are you guys going to Magnolia this weekend? <laughs> this week, this Thursday, <laughs> uh, we're trying to make some money. How about you? Same. <laughs> is it same, man. Is no, it I got to I got to get some racing in. Is it just a matter of you simply rusty? Like, Hey, a, we've got to make a little bit of money, but is it more, is it bigger than that? Like uh, I'm going to lose my edge and, and shit. If I don't start racing and getting in the car and at least shaking this thing down a little bit. Well, yeah, that's most of it. I mean, it's not losing an edge. I mean, it, I'm sure Billy can tell you we're not, we're going to jump in a race car. No matter how long it's been, we're going to get the edge back. But, um, Man, new cars out there that I built for people, and I I got all sorts of new parts I developed this winter that I haven't uh, I haven't had time to get get on the track in R and D. Um, so it's more or less just trying to get on a couple different racetracks here to make sure I got a good notebook to give my customers if if and when things open back here at home. So kind of my job as a, as a chassis manufacturer now uh, to to not only not only get out there and race and make some money, but I gotta I gotta get these cars figured out. So I got a good notebook to give my customers. I might be wrong about this. Um, and Rusty, your phone is cutting out a little bit on me. So if you could walk to maybe a better spot, you could be in a rig or you could be in a shop. If you could kind of walk a little to what you think might be a better spot, I'd appreciate it. Let, let me head to the road. The guys are washing the car, so I was trying to uh, trying to stay away from the noise. That's okay. You're fine. You're fine. I'd rather have a little bit of noise than uh, than than not hear you. Um, I might be wrong gotcha. about I, I might be wrong about this. I'm assuming you've never been to the Mag, right? And and what do you is that right? Have you been there before or no? I've I've been there. I've never raced there. Okay. So what do you know about it? Have you been watching videos? Kind of take me through your. All right, I'm going to the Mag. What do I do? Take me through that process of what you've been doing the last couple of days. <laughs> no, man, I've actually tried to race there three or four times now, so I, I haven't studied it at all the last few days. I've, I've done it the last few years. Um, every time I co try to go down there, something happens, and we get rained out, or the motor breaks, or I've, I've never hit the racetrack down there, and I've been there for um, No, I just, uh, I'm excited about it, man. I like little slick places, and uh, I think it'll be a good test on the race car, so... Uh, I think we'll just we'll go down there with the best slick track setup we got and, and hope for the best. Billy Moyer Jr., I'm going to turn it over to you. What questions do you have for Rusty Schlank? Um, I got how long how long you been racing? When you how long you been when you start? Uh, I've been racing since I was six. I've been a late model since I was thirty. All right, what uh, I think you're cutting out. You still there? I think you said thirteen. Did you say thirteen or yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, you're. Uh, 20, 20, 20 years. 20 years. I, I was I started when I was 13. Okay. What uh what about CJ? How much has he changed? <laughs> what what give us give us your insight on how CJ was 20 years ago towards if you'd call him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not much different. Uh, but um honestly, I think he's got a little bit softer in his old age. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. Give us <laughs> give us uh get what's the the uh, wildest or ironic or something CJ's told you uh, <laughs> at some point. Give us. I like that. I like to hear. I've talked to Bab and my dad and all these guys. What's What's he told you one time that you just thought <laughs> CJ? There's no way that's right. I asked it for re for reference. I asked him this exact oh. same question when I called him <laughs> to, before I was going to interview Rayburn. So go ahead, Rusty. Man, I don't know. I, I think I told you the same thing. There's so many stories. Like I, everybody else's stories seem cooler than mine, but. Um, man, I don't know if, if if I would had to, man, I probably probably my best CJ Rayburn story that it, that explains him. It, it, uh, it's it's one of my favorites. We had a had a customer call down there, and uh, he actually called me afterwards, and he asked CJ. He said, CJ, my car <laughs> my car is not fast. I I, don't, I need a I need a setup from you. And CJ says, Well, is it tight or is it loose? CJ and the guy says, "Well, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just, I, I'm just not fast. I need to go faster." CJ says, "Well, you, I tell you what, you, you strap in, go back out on the track, 
He said, you hold the pedal to the ground, and you let me know which end hits the wall first, and then you call me back. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's typical C.J. Rayburn. I think that's my favorite story. I mean, there's all sorts of stories, but that's uh, that explains C.J. to a T. Well, that uh, that that was that was one way C.J. is going to answer that question: if he backed in a fence or pushed in a fence. So, I mean, hell, that shows how smart the guy is. <laughs> Suave goes. <laughs> right, right. Suave, go ahead. Plus, I think he gets to sell some parts that way. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a double dip for sure. Go ahead, That's Derek. <laughs> yeah, Rusty, you're known for racing in the Midwest, and right now, most of the Midwest, like Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, is not going to race. Do you have a backup plan here that here for the next few months? Or are you just going to play it by ear, just like the rest of the late model world? Or are you kind of looking in the future, like, hey, this state's open, we might be hanging out here. This state's not open, we'll have to wait on later in the year. Nah, uh, we we got a little tentative schedule here for the next week or two. Um, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I got to get done at home. I've got a lot of I got a lot of customer stuff I need to finish up, but um, I needed to get these things on the racetrack and make sure I kind of had I, I I knew where I thought we needed to be. Um, we went to the dome and had a real good showing, but I mean, a, a great car and then a, a super race at the dome doesn't really you can't really make a notebook off of that. So. Um, I wanted to make sure I got to a couple different tracks here in the next few weeks and, uh, and get things tuned up and make sure, uh, make sure we're going to be as good as I think we are. Uh, so far so good, man. We had a good showing there at Peavely until we broke the fuel line. Um, but no, I think we're going to, we're going to do Magnolia and then if Peavely races, we're going to come back up here to Peavely. We're thinking about doing that 36, uh, six on Monday race. And then it's kind of just up in the air after that. Then I'm going to, I got to get home and get a few things finished up. And then hopefully by that time, things will be open and we can go racing. And how frustrating is it for you going into the 2020 season, you know, with the domination chassis, you trying to get out early and then it kind of got put on the brakes there because, you know, we're halfway through the season now, basically. Yeah, it's, it's definitely frustrating, man. It, that's the hardest part of starting this deal. I mean, I, I started this, we had our first, our first customer car didn't come off the jig until like February. So I've, we've had, we've got seven cars out since then. And, um, it's, I'm kind of developing these things as we go. I mean, shock packages and everything else. It's, it's all stuff that, uh, I'm doing a lot different than when I was with CJ. Finally, I'm, I can get, to, I can do stuff that I wanted to do finally <laughs> see without CJ getting mad at me. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I still, I've got customers waiting on shock packages. I got customers waiting on my new pull bar setup it's all it, it really put me far behind generally i've got 10 or 12 races in by now rusty i like that i have you and junior on the phone uh for for a reason his dad who is without question one of the two greatest dirt late model drivers of all time bar none and i will fight someone if they argue that he's not in the top two um number his, one <laughs> number one so rusty you think he's <laughs> you think he's number one you think he's over scott we're off tra- we're off topic but you think he's better than scott i like it i, I <laughs> Everybody the same thing. Bloomer and Billy are definitely the best two. Agreed. If if I had to if I had to pick a race car driver to 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 race my mini stock or my street stock, if I just had to pick the best race car driver, I'm throwing Billy Moyer in the seat. If I've got to pick a guy that's gonna that's gonna maybe outsmart somebody or or, or figure out how to how to get in somebody's head or you know what I mean, <laughs> I I think I've always said I think I think Bloomer is the king of uh, he he's a master master of the race car. Uh, Rusty, your phone. Uh, all right, your phone's still cutting out on us a little bit, but uh, I, I understood the point. I, I'm going to move on. Great answer. Great <laughs> answer, Junior says. Um, <laughs> so the reason I, I bring this up though is Billy Moyer Senior, and I, I don't technically I don't even think he's a senior, but everyone says that because it's Junior. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, he gets accused of being a cherry picker, right? Which is again total nonsense. The guy's won six globes. Rusty, you are the other right. most prominent guy accused of being a cherry picker. Uh, Junior, I'm going to bring you in. Defend Rusty Schlank here a little bit. It's <laughs> it's bullshit that he gets accused of this, isn't it? If, if you're, yeah, I mean, I, I tell anybody that says that, um, it doesn't. The guy, uh, the the guy is trying to pay his bills. Uh, the guy is is going to go where he thinks he can make the most money. It doesn't make sense for him to drive to uh farley iowa and west liberty iowa to run two ten thousand wins when he can drive to atomic and uh uh molar and run for two fives and drive you know four hours total instead of 15 hours or 30 hours total i mean i i I don't think that's 
that's the argument I would pick. And, and if the guy, uh, wherever he wants to go is where he wants to go. And if somebody wants him to go somewhere else, they can pay his bills and then he'll go. Then that guy can tell him where to go. Uh, that's, that's my best argument. The guy's trying to pay, make a living and he's going to go wherever it takes that he thinks smart. I do the same stuff. Um, uh, you just, you got to go. What's, what is your best interest? If you're trying to make a living is, is that, and if you're trying to do something else and you go, you know, you go where the big guys are. But I think for, in his, his situation, similar to mine, the money you make is what put you put back in your program. And, and I think you have to be smart with your money. It just doesn't make sense for him to drive you know, 30 hours when he can drive eight. All right. Are you two best friends? Uh, are you two best Your best friends now, Rusty? You two are now best friends. <laughs> oh, man, I've always had a lot of respect for, for Billy. It's, uh, he, he knows, he knows what's going on in, in my program. So he's, uh, he's lived it. Um, I, and that he, he nailed it right on the head, man. I got, a uh, I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've got a lot of criticism over the years. Everybody thinks I was a spoiled rich kid, blah, blah, blah. People don't realize what I, what I did, man. We didn't come from a racing background and we didn't. Oh, a ring there, a bonus ring. Rusty, you still there, bud? I think... got to get him on a landline, pay phone. You <laughs> <laughs> know, right? I think, uh, I think we got the gym. Rusty, you still there, buddy, or did we lose you? Turn, we have really struggled. Are we with sure phone. that he wasn't calling from Oakshade because he, he gets might booed actually and be get, at Oakshade? Yeah. He, he might actually be at Oakshade. I've never seen a bigger boo from a race fan besides Rusty Schlink at Oakshade. Besides Bloomquist at the World, but he gets booed there a lot. Let's, I can't let him. We can't let him go without saying goodbye to him, right? Like I feel like that would be shitty. So let's call him real quick so we can at least say goodbye before we bring Robert Holman on. Turn, you left and listen. We're struggling. Oh, I know. Rusty, I lost you. we can't. We can you? Are, we, are you can at we Oakshade? You on a payphone? Or Derek thinks you're at Oakshade? What is going on, Schlang? Man, I am telling you, I have I have four bars right now, and I am standing in the middle of a road. Well, don't stand <laughs> so. in the middle of the road, uh, Rusty. We <laughs> we're gonna keep things moving. But last thing, real quick, Magnolia Thursday night. You can watch it live on Dirt on Dirt or Flow Racing. You know, you mentioned it's slick, right? Oh, it's gonna be a slick track. That place will have a little brown in it, like Junior said. He's gonna have to kind of keep it wet with the limited cars there do you think is it a mistake of you to go down there thinking oh it's for sure going to be slick and you might see something else when you get there i want one last little magnolia thought for you on thursday i i actually thought about that uh i thought about that yesterday i said this is gonna be i've been expecting a slick track for three years now i've been trying to go down there we'll probably get something hammered down <laughs> either way man we're prepared our stuff is uh our stuff is really good in the mud right now and it's really good in the slick so i i think we're uh I think either either way, I think we'll be good. Um, I think we kind of proved that the other night at Peavey. When there's a little grip on the track, we went out and qualified good. And then it's, it's feature time, heat race time, we're still good in the slick. And feature time, I think we got even better when it rubbered. So I think we'll be good. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. We will see you Thursday night at the MAG. All right, man? Don't get hit by a car. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to. Thanks, guys. See appreciate ya. it. What do you think, Junior? Is he is first time at Magnolia? Is he in for a rude awakening at all, or is it not that kind of place? You tell me. It's. It's uh, it's it's not somewhere you just can drop in there and and think it's just like anywhere else. But um, if you have to lean on that fence to qualify, I mean, it's one of them deals. You got to drive into turn three, um, and I don't know. I've I've been there. I mean, I've been there a lot, and it's still you like if it's hooked up because when it's fast, it is sticky, and yeah, you just yeah, gotta yeah. nail it off in there. So I, I don't think it's going to be a, a chariot-type deal to jump in there, but it's not going to be somewhere like, oh, my goodness, like this is just, wow, you know. But I, I think he uh, – he'll I'm sure he'll he'll be prepared, but I think the uh, best thing to do is, is go down there with a neutral deal and not expect one way or the other because I don't think it's going to be like Mach 1, but I, I know it won't be blowing – you know, getting black very much in, in qualifying because if it does you know besides in a spot or two it's not going to be a very good race for us i don't think he's gonna let that happen Derek, over under on rusty schlank's finishing position while i call robert holman you and junior 15 and a half i'm going oh he's under under 15 and a half you think he's gonna be over yeah i think so first time racing no what do you think junior over or under 15th for slag uh 40 cars uh, i guess maybe you're right that's tough i think under i think um, you'll get like 12th you that's exactly what i was about to say I was saying twelfth. All right, I think that's a. I think that's a good. I. I'd be interested to see. Maybe the guy goes goes down there and takes to it. Right, we're all completely wrong. If he, if he qualifies good, anything's possible. Hello? But if you don't qualify good, it's gonna be hard to bounce up through there with them guys. I mean, you're gonna have the Rickmans there, and right. Uh, 
you know, there'll be some really good cars there too, plus the guys you mentioned. There might not be a guy, um, as we shift to our next guest, that's attended more races in the United States this year than Dirt on Dirt's uh, own full-time writer and a good writer at that, Robert Holman, who joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Highland. Robert, I've never had you on for a video cast. First of all, that's a mistake, and I blame Derek for it. Derek's always telling me, don't have Robert on, right? So have you say that? I have never said that once, Robert. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Robert, you uh, you have attended, you know, obviously the, all the Speed Week stuff you did, but then you've been to Southern Raceway, a practice at Boyd's, you were at I-55, Sonoya, Tri-County. You've really been to a lot of these races as we've, these corona events, as I've called them. Uh, just give us a general idea, Robert, on what it's been like to attend these events during this time, most of which have not had fans and some of which have. Just kind of give us the general overview of what it's been like. Sure, sure. I've uh, I've been fortunate, you know, to live here in the South, uh, here in Middle Tennessee, where I'm kind of in the middle of all these events. So I'm really lucky in in that that regard, I suppose. Uh, we went over there to Boyd's to practice. Uh, we carried our crate late model over there in mid-April. And there were five or six late models there. Nothing seemed too far out of the ordinary. Uh, we stayed pretty far apart. They locked the gates, and we went about our business as normal. Uh, there were a few couple sheriff cars come by and, and check us out, see what was going on. But, you know, it was pretty normal. Uh, but then a week or so later, we went down to Southern Raceway down in Milton, Florida. And that place, Michael, was absolutely packed. <laughs> uh, they had, I mean, it was, it was packed. They had 140 cars show up. Uh, we were still able to practice, you know, our social distancing. Um, no one was pitted directly on either side of us, uh, but the number of people milling to the pit area, man, was, was really surprising. Uh, but because of where you pit at Milton, you can't really see the grandstand area. So it really did, again, seem like business as usual, you know, kind of for us. We, we went down there, we raced, we talked to a few people, and it, it really seemed like a regular Saturday night. Uh, but then over at, at I-55 last week, it, it was a little odd because even though they had fans that place seats so many people, uh, they didn't come close to filling it up, you know. So, the, you know, at that place, you can see the grandstands. You can see that they're empty. You know, at Sonoa, you could see the grandstands. You could see that they were empty. So, you know, that, that seems a little bit strange, especially over at I-55 being such a big event and such a sparse crowd, you know. Uh, and I think, you know, one of the things that ha has made all of these events somewhat normal is that with the exception of Sonoa, the grandstands have been open for pit crews to sit in. So they haven't seemed completely vacant, uh, but it really, really has been interesting, I guess, to see events in four different states and how each of these facilities has, has handled things. It's been eye-opening for sure. Robert, I still say that first night at Tri-County, which will be two weeks ago Thursday, uh, I think we will forever remember that the rest of our lives. Uh, I know it felt incredibly special broadcasting it, being in the studio, thousands of people watching it at home. It, it will forever be a super special night. What I want to know is, did it feel as special in person? There was only like 150 people on the property, or did it feel kind of the opposite? Like, wow, it's cool, we're racing again, but this is really weird, and it only felt special for the entire viewing audience at home. Well, it, it definitely felt different being there, you know, because it was the first time back. Uh, and But even being there, and like you said, the, the weird thing, I guess, was the, the small amount of people that were there. Right. But you could, re you could really tell that something, we were doing something special. You could tell that, even though it felt a little odd. Every single driver, and I could say really about all the events that I've been to so far, but every single driver was really, really happy to be there. And at Tri-County, you know, they were so thankful to Ray Cook and his staff and Dirt on Dirt for putting the program together. But I, I think what made Tri-County different from the others is that there are 25 cars. Crews were limited to three people each. You know, eerie is the word that a lot of drivers used to describe it to me, and that's probably the most accurate you know there's some dark clouds in the background right, right. you're up against the backdrop of the you're up against that backdrop of the you know, the foothills of the smoky mountains and you know tri-county is a really small place anyway uh so you know up until the engines were fired it was really really quiet so so yeah i'd say it was definitely special but it was it was kind of eerie 
Hey, Robert, it's Derek, your best bud from Speed Weeks. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? How you doing? Hey, so some people that watched our under don't know that you're a car owner, and you've been doing double duty being a car owner and, you know, riding stuff for Dirt on Dirt. How exciting was it for you and the racing to get back to a track? Because, you know, there's still some drivers out there that hasn't even hit the track yet. And we were so, so lucky. You know, we, we race crate late models, and we do it very – Sparingly. We have to work around my schedule. We have to work around my brother's schedule. So we just, we're, and we do it for fun. You know, we're not out there making money. So when there's a racing opportunity on a Tuesday or a Thursday or something weird pops up, you know, I look at my brother, I'm like, hey, can you get off work? And we just go. And so that's kind of how these races have popped up. And like the Sonora race, I went down there and we ran our crate down there. And the Southern race was on a Saturday, and it was actually scheduled before the Boyd's race, so we went down there and, and raced. And so we're subject to just drive six hours out of our way because we're kind of dumb like that. But, man, we're so lucky to get to do that, and, and it was very exciting knowing after eight weeks off or seven weeks off or whatever it was that we were back at the track kind of just hanging out doing what we love, you know? What's been the driver's mood? You've been to all these races the last couple of weeks. What's been the driver's mood and their thoughts on this whole thing racing and getting back to it everybody i've talked to um not to drag politics into it obviously but because they all want to race and they all have have their political views but every driver has been so excited just to be at the track you know they've they've been excited to be able to race they've been excited to to you know when you're at the shop and i'm sure you know uh Billy Moore Jr. can talk to this a bit, but when you're at the shop, you're around those people. There's three or four people, and those are the, your your family, and that's what you're around. But but racers, when we go to a track or we go out somewhere, those are kind of our extended family. So beyond the racing, I think everybody's just excited to see people again, which is pretty cool, you know. Billy Moyer Jr., you mentioned him on the line with us now. Uh, Billy, what do you got for Robert Holman? I, I I could ask him a hundred questions about these races he's attended, but what do you got for him, Junior? Um. He uh, like the the interview and a guy. Uh, what's the biggest difference you see from from interviewing? You know, a guy and that's right around. Like, not even about finishing or nothing, but just in general. How can you tell like somebody that you've you can tell not a name or nothing? But is it a big difference in someone before this virus, like say in Florida, that didn't even know this was going to come, like I didn't, versus like you ask them what you think they're. Uh, they're just happy to be racing period. They still, uh, still, you know, the same person as, you know what I mean? We hadn't been to the racetrack in what, eight weeks or something you said. Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. You know, you go up to people and, and there are a lot, I'm used to, you know, shaking people's hands. I'm used to, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's really weird. It's like, if you're taking, uh, I was, you know, Michael, you're a big sports guy. And I was, I was reading, something that John Calipari, the Kentucky basketball coach said, he's like, maybe, you know, handshakes and lines are never going to happen again or whatever. And so it's really weird for me, uh, Billy, to go up to somebody and not shake their hand or not shake their hand afterwards. Uh, but as far as talking to people, you know, I, I, I've approached it. I've tried to approach it just like normal because, I think every single person is so happy to be back at the racetrack. And I think that's the biggest key. And most of them are, ha unless they have a bad run or something, unless they break something, most of them are happy to see you. So I don't really think that that much has changed in their demeanor. Now it's easy to get sidetracked and start talking about this virus. <laughs> and after six or seven, after six or seven weeks, everybody has an opinion about that. So uh, if you want to go down that rabbit hole with a driver, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's out there and you can do that. But, you know, I try to really stay away from it and just talk racing right now. Cause that's what we're out here doing. Robert, we sure. set Billy Moyer jr's uh, season win total over under at three and a half. Um, I'm taking the over. I, I, I think uh, Suave's taking the over junior took the over. I want an honest response from you, Robert over under three and a half wins Moyer jr. This year. Uh, not knowing his schedule, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh -oh. I, I'm gonna go over. Oh. I'm gonna go over. Oh. I can't. I can't. Yes. I mean, I think. Uh, I think every everybody, especially at that level, sets out to win a as many as possible. But you look and you're like, hey, you know, we're gonna knock off six or seven wins here. 
and uh, I don't I don't know why he would be any different. All right, there you go, Junior. Another wow. vote. Four four votes of confidence for you, Junior. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You're not a bullshitter, Rigsby, so I, I know you'd have straight up said it. So I, think, I would have uh, said under. I think I think you're going to have five five to six wins by the time the year is over is my prediction. You're going to race a little less. You're not going to quite get to eight. So I think five to six is what I think. So yeah, I, After last year, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, some other industry stuff. Uh, World of Outlaw, Lucas Oil, whatever it is, just give me, give me a take on something else. Give me one or two opinions, one or two notes. Just give me some thoughts on some other industry things that aren't related to Magnolia this Thursday or uh, the coronavirus, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, I'm really interested, obviously, in the, the revamped Lucas Oil schedule yeah. uh, with three races, you know, down there at Golden Isles and three at East Bay. Uh, I think it really gives drivers a great opportunity to get to the track and, and hopefully make some money. Uh, I think that even though it's a long haul heading south for for most of those guys, uh, at least the, the good thing is they'll be sitting still for three days at a time, which is really good, not having to haul up and down the road uh, to six different tracks to get that many races and burning diesel and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out and seeing how many cars they have. That That is really, you know, because, it's not easy going south, you know, but, but again, there's nothing else happening, so why not? Um, and then, you know, I'm also interested to see how some of these regional tours, some of the smaller ones who don't really have strong financial backing, kind of navigate the next few months because, you know, looking around, Michael, it is really, really difficult to put together any kind of schedule when every state has a different set of rules. You know, yeah. and then within every state, every state, every county might have a different set of rules. So, so each track is, I feel like, kind of on an island right now, and it's almost up to these regional tours to kind of reach out to them if they really want to put on, you know, any races at all uh, moving forward uh, into the early summer. So, you know, I think we kind of can expect to see one of those seasons where drivers just pop up randomly at different events, which, you know, is kind of kind of old school fun. cool to yeah, me. Yeah, it's so fun. We'll, we'll see, you know. Junior, is that about right? You and your dad, as you're sitting here, okay, you can't you can't do much beyond about three weeks, like Robert said, right? No, that that was a heck of an answer, um, and all the information he got there was like spot on. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know where I'm gonna land. I I'm gonna go to Magnolia Thursday, and I'm heading towards, uh, you know, Capital or Georgia when I leave there, and if I if I can find something, I'm gonna go somewhere. But um, if not, I'll be at Brunswick, and then then that weekend. Uh, I'm going to find something again. I try to dodge, you know, the places where they don't check tires. So I can't really, you know, some of that stuff down the Southeast, if the smaller races don't tech, you know, I don't really like to go to them, but I mean, if, if say something had popped up at Gaffney while I'm out there, I'd probably go there, you know? Uh, that makes sense. Robert, I, I appreciate it, man. It was excellent having you on. I will never listen to Derek again about not having you on the air. You were unbelievably good, and I promise I will have you on the air more. All right, Derek, damn you. See you, Rex uh, Chapman. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Robert. I appreciate it. I want to wrap things up with uh, our Kevin Kovac. I, I thought about having Kovac on live to do the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section, Derek. Should we do that, <laughs> starting to do that, or no? Oh, I mean, you can, but I don't know. He might be in a place right now where he's – you know, doing other things. You never know. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, yeah, you have a look that? on your face. Put Derek on camera. What does that mean? He's, uh, he's doing other things. What does I, that mean? I don't know. Do you Kovacs, know something about Kovac I don't know? Kovac's a playboy. So Wow. <laughs> All right. Well. We can try it. Uh, I have three Kevin Kovac memorial notes. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw G.R. Smith is planning on running the Lucas races that are coming up. Uh, he's going to Wheatland as well. Him and that uh, Brodnack Shaker team. They're going to stick with the Lucas schedule as long as they can. And this point isn't so much about uh, GR, Derek, or, or Junior, as it is about I think they've got 20-plus drivers with perfect attendance right now. How, I mean, are some of these guys going to ride this train, Derek, as long as they can and, well, and see how long this is going to go? Because if GR Smith's going to do it, you see what Mark Richards is doing, maybe, right? Yeah, the plan was Jason Riggs was telling me that Tanner English was going to go to all those races last week. That's why he wasn't going to be at I-55, so they had two cars for that, so... Guys haven't been racing for a couple months, so you're like, well, I'm still in the hunt here. Let's yeah. go see how we do these next couple races. And I mean, Tanner English has always been good at East Bay, so Junior, why did, not? Junior, did you see Mark Richards' travel schedule for this next three two weeks? Did you get a look at it? Yeah, I've seen that pop up. That's uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, they're they're <laughs> definitely going to have to have another rig because I don't think you can make it from uh, no. Brunswick to Jackson. But I mean, they. Uh, 
that's that's the uh, number one team in the country, and uh, the, it's been that way for a little bit. And and if if somebody can do it, it's probably them. Uh, there's there's no debate. That's the number one car for the past <laughs> year or two. And uh, if somebody can do it, it's them. So more power to them. And uh, you know, uh, them guys are fast. And Shepard, uh, he gets a lot of credit, but he don't get enough credit for. That thing don't ever have a scratch on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously everybody rubs here and there, but that guy's very clean and wins a lot of races and doesn't doesn't rough people up. I was watching that race at East Bay the other day. Uh, one of them on Mav TV popped up and uh, uh, he 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 could have dove underneath somebody. I can't remember who it was. With like, I mean, he was barely had to rub him. Instead, he lifted and then passed him a few laps later and still won the race. When you know he could have done that earlier in the race and probably been leading quicker. And that that guy just uh, obviously, when your car is really fast, you can be, you know, a lot easier on things. But he he does a hell of a job to not uh, rough people up or do anything that, you know, he's. I know he he's got a lot of respect for my dad uh, just over the years. By that guy does not put a mark on that car very often. Derek, did you notice? And wins a lot of races. Derek, did you notice? Uh, yeah, Brandon Shepard is uh, Shepard Sheppy Sheppy, right? So I don't think we need to. Yeah. Top five all time, Derek Shepard. <laughs> Too early. Well, I mean, he's out in the fringe, but I would say right now, Jimmy Owens set a better career. Oh, well, of so. course, of course. So, right. Not well, yet, quite. Okay, all right. He still has uh, did you notice in racing. Kevin's notebook, Michael Page, fresh off a win at Sonoya last week, his niece, Megan Danielle, is one of nine finalists on The Voice on NBC, Derek. Very popular program. Millions and millions of people watch it. Page has actually been shown on camera during The Voice. So I mean, Pages, his career could be blossoming into some sort of Hollywood situation soon. So is the voice? Which one's that? The one they <laughs> press the button, they turn around, or is that the what, voice? Is the one where is that Mass Singer? We're talking uh, about? No, different? no, Mass Singers where they you know wear the masks <laughs> and sing. Uh, the voice is the one where they hit the red button and it spins their oh. chair around if they like them. You know, isn't John Legend on that? Uh, maybe uh, Junior. I think so. Junior's a family man now for sure. Junior, you you're sitting down with Skyla watching the Voice, right? Yes. I uh, I'm not. We watch. Uh, uh, we watch Netflix or uh, play with Hallie, or she watches some girl show, and I go play video games. That's when we take our spare time. I don't, uh, I don't watch many shows like that. It's important in a marriage, Junior. This quarantine stuff. Amber and I say it, you got to separate a little bit, right? Every once in a while, you need your own time. It's important, isn't it? You do. You do. That's why I got my game room down there and go play basketball or race or golf or something. She watches her show, and then we also watch, uh, you know, some shows together. But I, I don't. I don't watch many shows like that. I don't. I He's, don't. I don't. I like the mystery CSI type stuff or shows like that with the singing stuff. I've never really been a big fan of that stuff. He was telling me before we came on air, Derek, that of all the Real Housewives, Beverly Hills is his favorite one. Is what he was saying. That's his favorite <laughs> of the Housewives. I'm more of a New York guy, but I'm Orange uh, County. Yo, you're Orange County. All right. Uh, not totally late model related, but I think this is cool. The power of these Thursday night broadcasts we've been doing. Ray Cook's track in Tri County. They're racing again on May 21st and 22nd with Brett Deo's short short track super series, the big block mods, the Northeastern big block mods, not the dirt car sanctioned big block mods, but the separate series, Brett Deo's. They are going to North Carolina to Ray Cook's Tri-County racetrack, all because Brett tuned in to Dirt on Dirt, saw the racetrack, loved it, and is having two events there. Suave, I think that speaks volumes about the audiences we're having on Thursday night. And, you know, damn good for Ray Cook for getting two more races. Well, I think it could be very entertaining at that well, point. Yeah, I mean, are they allowed to race on that small of track? Those things <laughs> usually race half miles a mile track. So it's going to be interesting to see, see. I think, like, the smallest track they race on is Charlotte. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they need space to eat, yeah, right? Yeah, so I'll, they'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, uh, are we sending Kovac? Is he going to oh, get some I'm sure notes Kovac and stuff? Go. There's big... Junior, have you ever driven a big block or wanted to drive a big block or no? I, I haven't. I, I'd be I'd be open to anything, uh, but I, I never have. I've I've raced a modified once, but other than that, I've just raced a late model. Okay, final question uh, for you two. This is a Derek versus Junior question. Okay, you're both pretty <laughs> solid basketball players. It's not even okay, close. Oh wow, Derek already knows what I'm going to ask. A game of one on one to eleven by ones and twos. Suave, you or Junior? Suave, you go first. I'm, he's like Scott Burrell, and I'm Michael Jordan. So there's <laughs> no. I mean, I'll be talking smack. But I heard Junior has some game. I saw that he did a <laughs> trick shot on social media earlier, early in this coronavirus pandemic. What? But I don't know if he can keep up with my uh, – I got 
You, he's mean? taller than you. He's got a lot more length than you. I think he'd keep you off the bump you off the perimeter, and I don't think you could score on him on the inside. I don't think he has enough stamina. I honestly don't. Wow, Junior, your the floor is yours to respond to this. Uh, he uh, he couldn't guard me in the paint. I agree, and and I can stay in front of him on a perimeter. So uh, I think uh, I think I'd I'd put it on him. Oh my gosh! One ball fake, you're in the air. I'm doing a little oops. I like don't. Why do I go up on the ball fake? I don't have any confidence in your jumper. I'm gonna stay down with a hand in your face and he, make you make it. He oh. can shoot. I will say, be wary. He can shoot a little bit. It's over. Then um, I got to get up on him, and he can't go by me. I think we do. A, where's the next time we could be somewhere together? Well, that we're you know, allowed to touch each other, where we could play a basketball, <laughs> where we can play a basketball game. Because I think I might do a, a three, four, five hundred dollar bet on this just winner straight up i'm ready i have I've, Dude, i'm in i've shot like 10 to 12 times during this pandemic i'm still i still got it all right turn can we can we put a cr- production crew together to film this i can make this happen <laughs> good i'm i'm in i uh, that, that i'm in we play uh i'm playing this rec league deal we're actually in this championship and it was on the monday that all this corona started so it got canceled but i'm not one of the better players i just get down in the paint and get all the rebounds and play defense. So you're a grinder. I, I respect you've that. you got the rigsby game rebound and defense yep. that's all i'm doing too we got to get the pretty boys Derek. we got to get them their shots junior <laughs> that's that's why i'll tell you this is crazy when i was growing up like fifth sixth grade ish i was like the best shooter out there i was really really good but i couldn't rebound and i couldn't uh i couldn't run very at all and play defense because i was fat then it's like <laughs> instantly i grew and now I like I can get down there in the paint. I mean, them guys that can jump out of the gym, I can't. But I mean, the other guys, I can get in there and rough them up and play defense on. I mean, I can't guard a damn point guard, but about anybody else. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, and then now my shot's not like it used to be. So, so I kind of like flip flop. But I tell anybody, I, I tell them guys in that rec league, I have way more fun down there rebounding and stuff. You guys can handle all them shots. I'll just be down here. Uh, it's just it's fun because my whole you know four or five years in fifth, sixth, eighth grade. I couldn't jump, so I didn't ever get any rebounds. Derek, now see, he's a consummate team player. He's not a flyboy like you, you looking for shots. You saw me at okay? East Bay. I was dishing it. You, yeah, you were shooting seventy percent <laughs> of our shots, chucking. Well, I when mean, you're shooting seventy percent of the shots, you make fifty percent of them from three. <laughs> I think that. I mean, two versus one is a big <laughs> difference. So, I remember so a certain like pick Harden. game. No, oh, not he's hard. Oh, he goes he's like five for twenty-seven and no scores twenty-one. He's the MVP. He's hardened, Junior. I'm he's Steph. leaning in. He's trying to get the call. He's throwing his hands up, oh, man. Blow gosh. the whistle. Blow the whistle. You know how he is. Just look at the, <laughs> exactly. Watch the two thousand seven Eastern Conference Finals. Paul Pierce versus LeBron. Game seven. Cavs versus. Oh, you're you're Paul Pierce. Yeah. So just watch oh, that. Okay. How he's playing the game. That game. That's how I play. Crafty, is that when he's in the wheelchair? Uh, yeah, no, he peed his pants finals. in the wheelchair. That was in the finals. Right. Did he pee or poop his pants? Which one was it? Pooped, allegedly. Allegedly, oh. allegedly. That's right. Somehow we got off the rails. Don't forget, turn Thursday night, late model night in America is back from Magnolia Motor Speedway. $5,000 to win at Johnny Stokes' place down there. Ben Shelton on the call, myself and Derek in the studio. Billy Moyer Jr. will be one of the drivers in attendance. And Sunday, turn, put this up Sunday. I'm not trying to be mysterious, but I, Sunday, I think Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I had a good clue. Sunday. Okay, you gave one clue, Derek. Give another clue as to where Sunday could be. Oh, uh, be careful! Be careful. 2002 national what, champions is... in some kind of sport. Okay, I like that. That's very good. And home of a Hall of Famer and a 2002 national championship uh, in any kind of sport. Could be dirt late model racing national could champion. Be. Could be yep. anything. Oh, they're very good, Swap. Yes. I like that a lot. What do you think? Junior got any leads? Yeah, Junior, where could Sunday be? Any idea? And uh, I thought I was thinking maybe something. Well, see, Tennessee doesn't uh, – uh, Tennessee isn't racing right now, I don't think. So I was kind of, I didn't know if you were going to pull some kind of like Bulls Gap or something like that. Uh, but that kind of eliminates that. Not a bad guess. Oh, Not a bad guess. Man. I don't want you to say because I'm afraid you're going to guess it. And then I'll, I, I can't wait to hear it. So just, <laughs> just, don't, just don't say it. I appreciate you joining us today, bud. This is a lot of fun. Um, I, I want, I'd like to have you on more if you're up for it. Yeah, that, that I like doing this. It's fun, and uh, if, you know anything to give back to our fans. And uh, you know, you guys do a hell of a job on that coverage and the uh, that thing where you uh, go back and forth on the on the Thursday night deal. That's way better than just sitting there listening to the announcer. Not that nothing <laughs> wrong with that, but I mean the announcer needs a break too, so he can uh, you know going back to the studio. That's that's like getting closer and closer, to like a you know a ESPN type feel, and that's. 
you know, stuff like that just keeps on building our sport up and hopefully it can just keep growing and, you know, we don't want to outgrow ourselves or nothing, but I mean, anything that just gets us the more publicity to, to drag in more sponsors that want to be a, a part of our sport. Cause when they get here, a lot of them like it and, you know, bam, then that just makes the, makes our dirt world go around no matter, uh, who they're helping two things one the announcer thursday's ben so i agree we got to get away from him we can't be listening to ben. we can't be listening to ben all night two turn is taking credit for the studio in here like it was his idea it was a hundred percent my idea from start I to figured finish it was turn's idea oh thank what are you, you talking thank about you. that's right so you just you probably hinted around it and then you made him have to do all the legwork and audio it up and then you just come in after having your uh coffee and all that and then sat down and turns got he's over sweating has all the cameras and everything that lined up virtually every day in the office well that, you're correct. i'm not gonna say that's a totally accurate description but it's actually a really close to being accurate he does a great job i love turn turn is one of the best uh, man turn he's young he's talented he's a rising star blah 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 turns the greatest okay we got it okay he does a good job with when you guys do all that stuff, for sure. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Don't forget Magnolia Thursday night and hopefully a mystery track on Sunday that we'll announce later this week for Derek Kessinger, for Billy Moyer Jr. We'll see you right back here from the studio from the Magnolia Mayhem 40 Thursday night.